0: Why do we do it? Why do we watch horror films and read horror novels and play horror video games? Stick around.
1: Pain. Not the pain. The pain of being dead. I can feel myself rotten. It's reading right, man. Look, you're not reading it right. Um... Welcome back to Video Dread Podcast Episode 2. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Demon Knight, one of Dustin's favorites from his childhood. Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Dustin, you got anything to say about this?
0: I love this movie so much. I'll never forget, like, being a kid. um, I moved around a lot, and at that particular time, I was in uh, Sparta, North Carolina. It was like a nowhere town. And, of course, I uh, ended up going to some video store, thanks to my my dad, I guess. Um, and they had this massive standee for that movie, and I was just obsessed with it. And, of course, they wouldn't let me watch it. And it was probably a couple years down the road that my grandma, who w- would rent or let me watch anything I wanted to, You're rented gone. it for me gom yes. rest in peace <laughs> i love that name gom that's a great grandma Magami, Gomi. uh yeah she uh she rented that for me and it absolutely blew my mind i thought that was probably besides like robocop and terminator 2 the my first exposures to like violent especially
1: special movies. effects probably too oh yeah no yeah because this one was like this is a really good one for that
0: Practical a lot of good, special effects. Yeah, like, a lot of practical.
2: Also, to further add to your to your story, uh, tell the people what uh your what shirt you've chosen to wear this this fine evening. Oh yeah. Since we can't, since it's not a video podcast.
0: Well, I'm now currently wearing a out of print "Tales from the Crypt" presents "Demon Knight" shirt that Graveyard Goods printed.
1: Great company, that, Graveyard Goods.
0: Wonderful. Oh yeah, it's 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 fantastic. I will steal
2: that one day when you're asleep. Well, when you grow back into it, little man. What the hell? I, I can I can sew. I was in Boy Scouts. I know how to sew things.
1: So yeah, this is a this is a fantastic movie. Andy, you have any childhood memories
2: other than? Um, I remember. Okay, this is really strange. Oh, well, you and I really weren't strange. children
1: at this point, like Dustin was. We were old pieces of shit. Yeah.
2: Um, I remember hearing about this movie. Um because I was a big fan of the show, um, obviously, like, as most people are, as we all yeah. were. HBO. Um, oh, yeah. And um, when this came out, I, I, I was super stoked about it. I mean, like you get like, Billy Zane at the height of Billy Zane. Um, but just the whole thing, it's like, how can they do a movie like this? And then, the, and, and then it came out, I think I saw it on HBO when it first came out. Um, and it was like late at night, you know, my parents were asleep, you know, like I, I wasn't really like told not to watch stuff. I just couldn't watch like red shoe diaries or shit like that, you know? Um, but I could watch this. And then after I watched it
1: real sex bu- and then yeah,
2: real sex, like 25, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, or Emmanuel in, in, in wherever this in week. space. Yeah, in space. Emmanuel that, choked that, to death in space. That was the first
0: no Emmanuel ever. Uh, actually, the only Emmanuel ever. Watched. I thought you were making yeah. a joke. No, it's no. no. for real.
2: Wow. But the uh, the the one thing that that did I I took away from the movie, other than it being just super good effects, a lot of fucking fun, was the soundtrack, which we'll get into later. I don't want to get into that right now.
1: Oh God, um, the soundtrack for this.
2: Yeah. Woo. Is uh,
1: cool, awesome. Yeah, so this one, this is an interesting start to Tales from the Crypt. Um, you always have that introduction by the Crypt Keeper. It's
2: like Fucking. the best opening scene ever to yeah. the show, too. Like the going up to well, the house and down the stairs. Yep. yep.
0: And, and that's in this one, but this one starts off differently. It
1: does, it does in a way, because you have a kind of like small story. In the beginning of this one, mm-hmm. you, it, you,
0: oh, it just jumps into an episode,
2: right. What seemingly. Well,
1: yeah, what well, looks like an episode.
2: Yeah, basically, your run of the mill like what you think a Tales from the Crypt episode is going to be like. Lady kills her husband, yada yada yada. She's on the phone with someone. Goes from there.
0: Yeah, I think one of the, some of the first lines she says is, "I did it. It got me all hot and squishy."
2: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said, "She said killing him was almost better than sex," and you hear the guy on the phone go. Rub, rub, and then she yeah. goes. I said almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but did get me all. She, she gives him
1: and no, no time to like answer.
0: Well, no, it's it sets up like you're watching basically the end or a setup of a normal episode of Tales from the Crypt, yep. And then it cuts to the Crypt Keeper being like, "Cut! You are you just here? Cut!" It pans out. There's the crip keeper in the director's and you chair. See
1: him walking, which is an anomaly. Okay, man, I so <laughs>
2: so like that that and, bothered and, me, and he's pissed about the walking. Oh my god! So that's always bothered me. Also, to to come back to like to, to, to last week about uh, the actor in the scene was the wonderful, John Larroquette, um, who did the the voice of the uh, he did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre opening for uh, two or three of them, or the remakes also. Anyway, also on Night Court. Anyway, but so the creep keeper jumps out of his chair. And you can see at the beginning it's an actor. And he's going like, cut, cut, cut. And he's like moving really, like it doesn't look okay. And he's dressed like he's like a horse jockey also. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, he he does. And this is in like, you know, the the early to mid-90s where CGI is still like, you know, also on wobbly legs. And he gets up and starts screaming, and you can see the crypt keeper's head CGI moving on the body and the legs, like he's Mr. Wobble Legs, like and this is it's not okay. He's like, bah, 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 bah. like when you see the crypt keeper on the show and he's just moving around like the torso or even just like the neck and the head, it looks fine because you can really? tell it's a puppet. Once you add like the CGI aspect to that that creature, it's like this is if this is in my house, like I'm getting the fuck away yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's, you it's can very kinda, choppy
1: you can see the outline the, the blue yeah. the green sk- screen or the blue screen that they're using
2: yeah the neck isn't like lining up with the shirt and you can see it like just choppily moving like all yeah. over it goes into the typical fashion
0: of setting up an episode of Tales from the Crypt except it's like you know he's like this is our major screen big film debut nope. so strap on your drool cups and your body bags kids frights camera action demon night
2: (laughs) and then and then we launch into a fucking really cool opening scene to a movie and one of the hottest jams of the 90s by the world famous band filter hey man fantastic Man, man, great, just good, great, good, good man, that was super, an shot. excellent shot. It's really quick too. It just jumps right. In. It's like yeah. they're cruising for a second, and then all of a sudden, a homeboy's shooting him. Well, that's the okay. So the, yeah, he's being chased by Billy Zane at, at uh, super fast, and then when he runs out of gas, he like per- he turns his car and he starts rolling down his window. Now he's got like a rifle in his hand and he's like smacking the window. He's going, "Come on, come on!" to the window. I'm like. Dude, you're the one rolling down the yeah. window. Like you're the one making it go fast. Like you're yelling at yourself. Like God, why can't I make this go down faster? That was not an
1: excellent acting point uh, in the film. Yeah, yeah. The cars blow up. They hit each other. Uh, the soldier is what I know him as at the beginning. He he basically shoots Billy Zane's car that's coming at him like Tango and Cash style.
0: Let me just go ahead because we've talked about Billy Zane. Uh, like we already know who Billy Zane is. You know, world ca- the class actor from uh, films. William Zane, (laughs) such as uh, Titanic and The Phantom, and but our back to the future. Our our main star is uh, William Sadler. Yep, and he was actually the star of the very first episode of Tales from the Crypt, season one, episode one. It is called the the man who was death. We're on another Tales from the Crypt. Yes, let's get back to that. So.
1: The cars, anyway. the cars hit each other. They blow up. The soldier... It, what's his name in the movie? William Sadler. Uh, Breaker, Breaker. yeah, Breaker. Breaker.
0: Yeah. But at first it's like John Smith.
1: And he's also a soldier, apparently. And it kind of cuts to that later. We'll get to that. But when he gets out of the car and he's running away, it's the first glimpse you get at his hand, right? The stars... Panther sounds. Oh, hey,
2: Panther he sounds. rips
0: off that, wow. that sweet leather glove he has on... To reveal this tattoo consisting of seven stars. And one of them moves. So you cut <laughs> to the
1: diner, he's like, he's trying to steal a car at a diner.
2: He's trying to pick a lock on the, the this car with a fucking butterfly knife. Like with the like I, I don't know, that doesn't work anywhere. And so this kid totally comes out, weird. he says, Are you stealing my dad's car? And he's like, No, I'm just here to check the locks, and this one's this one's cool hey, kid, do you want a quarter? It's like a whole fucking quarter. I'm like, dude, this is like, this is 1995. This isn't 1895. Like a quarter is not going to do shit for a child. Like that kid wants like a VCR or some mood rings or like a subscription to Columbia House or <laughs> some dumb. shit. I mean, he's not that dumb. You, you finally figure
1: out that Billy Zane survives the wreck. You know, because he that shit blows up like fuck that car
2: oh yeah both cars blow up the cops keep saying like you're going well over 100 miles an hour they make that well billy zane just walks out of the they they see this uh
0: the two police officers see this wreckage like oh my god they must have been going well over 100 miles an hour and then all of a sudden billy zane and a fucking long ass duster and the cow, sweetest the sweetest the, duster you're right it was a very sweet duster, and Cowboy had just coming out, young, fresh Billy Zane, like, hello, officers. You know, I can explain exactly what happened. They are like, immediately, like, draw guns on him, like, who the fuck are you? Get down! And he's like, no, you don't understand. This guy is, I'm pursuing him. I'm actually, uh, like, a bounty hunter. Yeah, that's a
1: good point. He does, he starts his whole you know, kind of the devil tongue shit where he's like, I'm the good guy. Hey, I'm looking for this guy. I'm looking for an artifact, whatever, whatever. Yeah, this ancient
0: priceless artifact.
2: We are introduced to the amazing character actor of the past like 60 to 70 years, Dick Miller, who recently passed away a couple years ago. And this dude has been in literally most every fucking thing. He was in Gremlins. He was in Shopping Mall. He was in this. He's in, been in, like, uh, he was in The Howling. He was yeah. fucking the more, <laughs> more, and more and more and more. Old and Twilight more. Zone. Too. Old Twilight Zone. Old Twilight Zone.
1: Seemed like a, you know, we go to cons a lot together, um, the three of us. Yeah. So
0: we, we we actually saw him while he was still living, but we didn't speak to him, uh, which is regrettable. Yeah, it,
1: when like, regrettable. When things like like that happen, yeah. it makes me want to see everybody. But anyway, yeah, so he meets Dick. Uncle Willie. Uncle Willie. Uncle <laughs> Willie. Yeah, Uncle Willie, uh, he's a drunk. While well, he's talking, he's and, a fun drunk. Yeah, he's a fun drunk, and he takes Breaker out to where the main part of the movie happens.
2: Yeah, Breaker's trying to look for. A, he's 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 asking. He has like you know, is there a place that I can like you know crash for the night? And he's like, I got just the place for you. And he takes him to this uh, big town motel. It's it's essentially like a. He, he explains to him that it's like a. It used to be a church in like during, like, the, the, the World War II or something like that, but um, went out of business due to lack of interest. Right.
1: And it's in the middle and of fucking like, nowhere.
2: Nowhere! Like, there's nothing! And they keep talking about towns over there. I'm like, there's, like, a diner, uh, there's a car fire that we know about, <laughs> and then there's, like, yeah. a church. Yeah. So
1: Population of 20, and the whole town lives in this fucking motel.
2: Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, it's like a, it's like a rec center, and everyone's yeah. just there. And it's giant,
1: and it has – the inside of it is very interesting to me. It's, like, very open, and all the rooms kind of, like, on two – it's two or three levels, and all the rooms kind of, like, look down on this main part of the hotel in the middle at the bottom, right?
2: So – Oh, dude, it's like this huge spiraling staircase. It looks like a mall staircase. It just goes up square, square, square. Like, this was a church? Like, who
1: the – like a Branch Davidians or (laughs) something like that? (laughs) So they, um, they get there, and you start meeting all the characters. You're first introduced to one of
0: Dustin's favorite characters,
1: and a very important character in the film, the wonderful Jada Pinkett Smith.
0: And she kind of seems you know, uh, like a, a toughie. You know, she's, you know...
1: She's cleaning this damn oven.
2: Yeah, she, you no, she <laughs> she's clean... Which she's uh, she's also not cleaning the oven. She's just sitting there with her hands on her head. She's like, "I'm trying to clean your oven." You're like, "You look like you were asleep on a desk." Oh, <laughs> For like 20 and basically,
0: minutes. her boss uh, points that out to her. We got to name the boss too. Go ahead. It's something. It's, it's like C, CGI Hammer. What? CGI Hammer? <laughs>
2: it's CCH yeah, Pounder. Master. CGI Hammer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not joking. Oh, I, li- I like her. I think she's a really good character. Um,
0: HH Pounder?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, that's her... That's her. Also, that's her real name, out, though. Also, her name is Irene. <laughs> HB, no, it fuck. is. Her fuck name ass. is Irene in the film. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm looking on IMDb just to kind of like make sure we keep all the characters straight. But Billy Zane's actual, they refer to him as the collector.
0: Well, they don't. That's never said in the film.
1: Never. But he says, "I'm a collector of uh, antiquities." He <laughs> and he's he's so good in this movie. Oh,
2: dude, it's it's one of his. Like I think it's one of his like best performances. Dude, he's fucking great in this. It,
0: I'm sorry, it's just two great performances he he ever did. This being number one, number two, the Phantom. I love it.
2: So then we run into Wally and Cordelia, the infamous Wally, played by uh, the disgruntled mailman, played by Charles Fleischer, who was famously the voice of Roger Rabbit. Right. And but it's just immediately
0: as soon as he walks in, it's like everyone turns around, stares at him, and then. You know, lightning strikes, lights up the place, like, oh my god. All of them are, like, wary of him, except for Cordelia, who's like... You kind of, ins-
1: they insinuate she's a prostitute, and then... uh,
0: Yeah, they put her down Irene constantly like, before you actually find out that she's a prostitute. Yeah.
1: Irene is like, get that pussy
0: off the table. I meant the cat. <laughs> Which is, there was an actual cat.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right after um, the whole thing where... You know, uh Geraldine is doing uh, her laundry and then she's like, damn guacamole stains. Cord, Cord- Cordelia, Cordelia, uh Geraldine is doing
0: her laundry and she's like, You get them stains out. And she's like, I don't know if I can get these kind of stains out. And it cuts to Cordelia saying, Damn guacamole.
1: Yeah, that was a that was a good line.
0: <laughs> I like that a lot,
1: yeah. And eventually uh we have a, uh, old roach shows up for Cordelia.
0: Lowell from Wings. <laughs> Fucking Lowell
2: from Wings, That's and true. also That's don't true. forget about that. he was he was the Sandman in Sam Raimi's wonderful Spider-Man Three Vision. Fantastic! Oh, Lord. I do
0: love Lowell. I love I love Wings, and I love men. God. I hate Wings. Knight.
1: Wings was like the thing your parents made you watch when I was a kid.
0: I loved Wings. I still
2: Wings just seemed like hell. Like it seemed like they were like in yeah, purgatory. Yeah. That's what I always thought. Yeah, it was like
1: oh, my two dads reruns are over. Oh wings, here we go!
2: Wings, yeah. I love wings. The show and the food. <laughs> this is like the best thing ever, and I, I made a I made a point to to go back and like research. Well, not research it, but like turn my TV as far up as it could go to hear this. Oh, so- when he's going up the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> we did this too, Andy, and I hope you know everything. He goes to to pick up Cordelia because apparently, like Broke is like a regular. Or they're like half-ass dating half, what I don't even whatever, fucking know. It. He whatever. has a standing and date so like,
0: with Cordelia.
2: Yeah, standing date. And so like he's like, he walks in, he's like, evening motel people. <laughs> and he's like, going upstairs with her. And you know, all this shit. And they're walking up walking upstairs. And they're talking while they're going up the stairs. And I've never like tried to hear what they said, just as mumbling. But he says, and I quote are those, are those, it's like are those edible panties? <laughs> I want, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I want pieces of those panties in my salad later. <laughs> and she says, oh, Roach, you're so And dirty. I was wondering if that was a <laughs> improv
0: thing. <Yeah. laughs> no, that shit was crazy. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. And that we, we were around that so many times, jacked
2: up the volume to try to hear
0: that. And that's the closest we could come up to. Yeah,
2: like, my wall was vibrating from the thing. I was like, hang on, my, I'm going to get in trouble from listening to this so fucking loud. I was like, edible, like, have you ever eaten edible panties? They're fucking, it, it's not okay. It's not edible it's at just, all.
0: It's just, it's very no. bland licorice, basically.
1: It, it smells more than it tastes.
0: It's a, They're a
2: shame. Edible panties are a shame. For That's a shame. what they are.
0: While they go away talking about nonsense, then the police show up with, Billy Zane. I'm sorry, William Zane. And because that town is, just has a diner in that fucking hotel, they end up there and they're looking around and uh, they announce who that they're looking for some... They're, they're looking for a thief, right? Yeah. And they're all still in, in like... At first, like disbelief, like who would be a thief? Why not blame the new guy? Right, <laughs>
1: you know, kind of. It's, it's funny, like he stands up at the table and he—oh, yeah, like, yeah—he stands Woo! up
0: and gets that butterfly knife ready to go, or the gun,
2: the, the, the revolver he has. Irene
1: hold- realizes there's something weird about him too.
2: Yeah, she, she, he. Breaker holds uh, Jada Pinkett, uh,
0: Jerlon, brings her in with his butterfly knife to the neck, and you know they draw guns on him like you know settle down mister and billy zane's trying to tell him like yo calm down he is not gonna hurt anyone i swear which he's not because he's not gonna kill an innocent and so then they almost immediately restrain him and billy zane reveals what he's looking for well kinda he describes that it's um an ancient artifact that that's a relic right, that's in the shape of a key in the shape right. of a key
1: so while all this arresting is going on the other cop goes off to look for other people in the hotel who they, they could be you know just bring down for like evidence and stuff right
0: questioning right and and he's like the derpy the bat, the dumb dumb cop the other one's like the sheriff of the so there's a sheriff and a dopey deputy okay so while this is going on the dopey deputy is searching through rooms and You know what? Just so happens, he ends up at Cordelia in Roach's room, which is the door is not shut. He does not have to open it, it's cracked. He peeks in, he sees the backside of Cordelia slowly riding Lowell. It cuts to him, and he has like his (laughs) fucking nipples rigged up like he's about to be jumped off by another car. And and meanwhile, Cemetery Gates by Pantera is playing in the background. Yeah. And I guess there's a noise being made by, like, a creak in the floor or the that stupid deputy being, like, uh, too horny over it. And Cordelia jumps up and, like, oh! and why, still, while Cemetery Gates is, uh, like, just blaring from it, you hear Lowell say, Babe, my nipples are smoking!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, turn it off, my nipples That shit haunted
0: me as a kid, because I didn't know what sex was, and I really thought that's how (laughs) sex went later on (laughs) down the road.
1: What is really bizarre about this scene is that, like, as she's riding him, she reaches over to this contraption, which is a car battery, hooked up to his nipples, and she turns this dial to turn up how... Uh, the intensity the, of it? Yeah, the electrical charge into his nipples. No, the
0: smoke does emit from his
1: nipples. Yeah,
0: it does. <laughs> Thank you, Practical Special Effects Team.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. Rest Breaker. And they're looking for the key. And old drunk Willie, Uncle Willie.
2: Oh, Uncle. Oh, I remember he
1: He starts this whole problem. Well, kind of. He shows them where he stashed the key. Right.
2: And he's like, I know where he
1: stashed yeah. it. <laughs> he
0: did it right in front of me. I didn't know he did it, but yeah. he did.
1: And Billy Zane's like, after they get the key, he's like, "Uh, just go ahead and dump all that liquid out of
0: it. Yeah, the, he asked him to put it in a case, and he opens the case, and it's, specially designed, fitted for this key. And he was like, oh, he's he's done put some awful liquid in that thing. Can you just dump it out for me? Well,
1: let's describe the key real quick. The key, key is a metal. It's big. It's probably it fits in the palm of your hand, uh, but well, it's, like, it, it's, it's, it's almost inside. the size of your hand. Um, and it has markings on it, and it has like a glass jar in the where you're...
2: Yeah, it looks like a big red ruby yep, crystal. Yep. So
1: it looks like there's blood in the middle of it. Which... Yeah, and um, and there's a key part that goes down, so it's big. It's probably what would you say, like a, a twelve inches long, maybe.
0: Probably. Yeah, probably like a yeah, foot. Yeah, yeah. But like a foot long.
1: Um, so it has liquid and in now it. He takes the key, um, puts it in the thing, and
0: starts to head on his way. But then the uh, sheriff reveals, "Nah, we just got a report in." Saying that your stuff doesn't check out either, that your car and Mister Breaker's car were reported stolen, so we're gonna yeah, arrest yeah, you, you like, guys and get to the bottom of this. And uh,
2: yeah, you guys are both coming and, downtown. And, uh,
0: Billy Zane was like, "It'd be basically a lot easier if you just knew who I was." And as he's being handcuffed from behind, he whips around, punches the sheriff so hard in the head, his. Fist, his whole entire forearm goes through his head and he's stuck there for a minute. He's just you know, and it's scaring everyone there. They're screaming. It's a big uh, chaotic scene. And he's like flailing him about. He's trying to get his arm out of there until eventually he rips the cop's head off the the sheriff's head off and then he flings it at the deputy and as he does so he says
2: heads up <laughs> <laughs> and like everybody like cch pounder like throws up immediately when when uh when he cgi does pounder and like CGI, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, cgi face pounder uh starts throwing
1: right. up and uh breaker while all this shit's going on he grabs the key again so when zane comes after him for the key Breaker puts it on his face, like a piece of uh, pepperoni pizza on a vampire in a uh, Monster Squad, and burns oh, his face thing. with. Exactly. It. Then you, it Billy, burns. Billy him. Zane, the collector, realizes, "Okay, fuck this shit," and he jumps out the fucking window. Oh my! Oh, okay, he just yeah, yeah,
2: dives yeah. out that fucking window. What he says is like the best oh, thing. He he jumps I love out I love of the it. window like a, the fucking <laughs> wolf man. So he jumps outside and he says, "He says he goes humans." You're not worth the flesh you're printed on. And then he goes, fuck this cowboy shit. And he's like ripping off his coat. And he goes, you fucking hold down, poed down, well, they're motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, all you had to do was give me the goddamn key. Then we get off the I of
1: remember watching life. this as a kid I and know. laughing my ass off at that. I down. love that. I want to yeah. sample
0: it in like, something. Ew. And then.
2: Like him. Him dancing is like the best thing. Oh yeah, he
0: does like his little strut, making fun of cowboys, rednecks. And then all of a sudden he reveals this massive fucking demonic coke pinky nail (laughs) And he says another line I love. I hereby declare this property condemned. And he shows his coke demonic pinky nail. He cuts his hand with it and bleeds all over. And that causes all of these Pumpkin head looking demons. But his blood is green. It's not even. But it does no, bring like all these glow stick. fucking pumpkin. It, it looks like the Crypt Keeper fucked Pumpkinhead and they all come up from the ground ready to go to town for Billy Zane. And that shit is yeah, cool. Yeah,
2: they're, they're bubbling up. They're bubbling up out of the ground. Like he's like throwing it all oh, yeah, over the place. He's, he's um, just
0: tossing her around.
2: Yeah. actually found out that this scene was inspired by the director from the. Uh, the, the scene in Jason and the Argonauts when they threw the seeds out and then the skeleton warriors like rose oh, up from the awesome. ground. Yeah. Uh but apparently like the, the the blood that they were using was the actual uh the liquid from glow sticks that, that is like crazy toxic that you can't be near and they were just using it like like hand over fist. Um
1: Yeah, they are very much like Pumpkin Head and they come out of the ground like uh Ernest Scared Stupid kind of shit. Yeah. Do you remember that and
2: oh yeah they they come out with like full-on this is a weird thing and I've had this weird thing about monsters and like goblins and stuff like that for like years now. um so like they come out of the ground and they they have like full-on hair and they have like full-on piercings. So it's like <laughs> yes, I forgot about that So it's like they have like full-on piercings and I was thinking like where are they getting pierced at in hell? And is there, like, a piercing shop that they're getting these things from? And, like, that's a weird thing. It's like I always thought, like, in, like, the Lord of the Rings movies, like, the orcs and stuff like that have, like, piercings. (laughs) Like, is there, like, an orc piercer? It's like, oh, you you need to – it's going to be, like, $65. They're like, nah, fuck you. I'm in hell. And they just fuck off.
1: Or they just get drunk on mead and pierce themselves. Exactly. Or or some shit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But uh, these things look cool as shit that they do look like little pumpkin heads, like, mixed with, like – like, Pumpkinhead and Gene Simmons had a baby, and like, they look, they're, they're fucking got hooves, and they're standing up and they all have like green eyes. They're all like doing this weird, like, snaky dance. And they have like way too long fingernails. They look like really good, is like really good fucking demon. Like,
1: oh, God, the, the effects
0: of these are amazing. slimy, like, super
2: slimy, too. And he like yep. kisses one on the head when it's coming up. Yep, exactly. That shit is awesome. Yeah.
0: And you see like the slime connection from the lips to the head
1: they kind of remind me of the spaced invader uh melon head guys yeah babies
2: yeah yeah they they, they they super do
1: but then when they grow up they look normal like mini orcs you're right from lord of the Rings, yeah. they kind of have that but they all have green eyes uh those bright green eyes oh, kind of like glowing it's, it's... They look like the blood that uh, Billy Zane had when he was throwing it around. So, yeah, everybody in the in the church motel is, like, just staring at these things growing through a window and, like, holy shit.
0: <laughs> they're just thrown into it because Breaker was kind of trying to spare, spare them. He was like, you don't know what you're doing kind of thing, and now they're in it for yep. the long haul.
1: Yep. So, come to find out... Um, you know breaker gets a gun he's getting all this together and you can shoot these things in the eyes to destroy them otherwise they don't die yeah so yeah, yeah you, you shoot them in the eyes the green eyes they turn
0: that's the only way to kill those demons is to shoot them yep. right in the eyes you can do whatever else you want to you can hack them to bits but if their eyes are still glowing green they're still going to try to pursue you
2: yeah it tells right. them it releases their tortured souls right and so right. you have to shoot them in like both eyes and like dude that sucks because their eyes are like the size of fucking nickels and you got to hit those fucking things like poop, poop. Well, like it far seems away like
0: most of them have good uh, great they're great shots oh no like
2: everybody there is like a, a skeet shooting champion like hey we live in a small town there's nothing to do besides eat you know rancid food You know, gruel, and we know how to shoot eyeballs from a distance. Breaking
0: the cars.
1: We all fuck Roach. We all fuck Roach. All of us. My nipples are smoking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the other part of this uh, kind of like folklore with the key and the demon knights is the fact that the key itself, when you pour the blood out in little drops, you can seal doorways so the demons cannot get in.
0: Yeah, he just takes a drop of the blood out of the key. And this is what you see when you're watching the movie. He does like a little dab and it immediately seals that area. You see it
2: just immediately go around. and it forms a red uh, glowing barrier. I was going to say like um, after he, when he starts sealing up the, the windows and the doors and shit. And, like, Billy Zane like, he's like, hey, Breaker, come on, quit fucking around, just give me the key. He seals one up, and then, like, a demon is running, like, right at the door, right when it's about to finish sealing. Yep. He fucking, it cuts the demon off, and it's just, like, it cooks him in half, and it slams him on the table, and it's just, like, this fucking like barbecued huge, demon. gnarly, like, looks like it's covered in KY jelly, just burnt demon. Like, it's 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 super cool. Um, just the the effect in that like that very like i I like when like anything like that is like slimy like the raw botine, the thing type thing i'm like i don't know like slimy effects are super effective
1: uh so during all of this fighting and the demons and the sealing of the doors um we kind of the next kind of major ordeal that happens is when Cordelia's being attacked attacked by a demon outside, and Wally, who's quite obsessed with her, he hangs out there all the time to see her.
0: Hoping to just win her heart heart over, and it just doesn't seem to work for her. He's a
1: disgruntled male
2: man who also apparently does the laundry there.
1: So um, he goes out there to try to defend her. She gets away. He shoots this demon. It's probably my favorite demon in the film. Has the green eyes? Maybe looks female. Has a big septum ring, the biggest. It looks like your grandma's uh, uh clip <laughs> clip-on <laughs> earring. Uh, was that the one? That's where I thought you were gonna go. <laughs> was that the
2: one that had the big like top knot, like the big Gene Simmons top knot?
0: Um, I don't know. Let me see. It's just the biggest zoomed in forehead you see. He goes ah. He, no, yeah. he takes a practice shot and it goes through the dome and then it's like all of a sudden, oh, I'm a marksman and shoots the fucking demon yeah. right through both eyes. He shoots this thing in the head repeatedly, blows his
1: whole top off, it laughs at him. And then, while then he, he goes you... out there and shoots it in the eye
2: and then it blows Wally away. I know, but,
0: but yeah. it wasn't until Breaker said, "Shoot him in the eyes" and all of a sudden
2: he was a perfect like I a, mean... a marksman. To be fair, he was the postal worker in the '90s. I mean, he was probably very good at shooting. I mean, that was a big thing. Big and thing. don't
1: forget, he has a whole box of guns upstairs. Oh, yeah. so well, yeah, Wally and Cordelia are like doing their thing. Bre- uh, Breaker kind of goes around and he starts sealing up the whole church. I call it a church. The hotel. Yeah, the hotel church. Hotel. Yeah. At this whatever. point,
2: and it's also like one of those things. It's like if you go back to like older movies, um, when you think that when a church used to be a church and it's like something else now like is it still considered like holy ground like that kind of that kind of situation like is the ground still like consecrated and like in the whatever like that never comes into play but that was always one of those things that was in the back of my mind just from oceans of other horror movies that kind of have that same kind of situation
1: yeah Ooh, this comes into the whole thing about how the collector starts fucking with people's minds
2: yeah he starts he starts trying to to pick people out and seducing people so All he right. tries to find someone who's something that someone that he can like kind of get you know, yeah, get the get the most off of. One by one. So he he finds Cord he finds Cordelia because you know like she wants to get out. She wants for a better life. So he like starts seducing her, and, and she starts, also wants to love. Yeah, 200%. exactly. Like she's like, I want to be loved, and I want to get the fuck out of this one hotel town, and this one church town. And so starts promising her and are like all these things like, you know, you want to travel and you just want to be loved and you're a lonely girl and all this stuff. And so she starts crying and he's like outside the window and he's like, and she starts crying and like he starts pushing his finger up in the air, trying to put like mimicking, pushing her tears away. But he actually is pushing her tears away. And then it shows like her lips moving like he's kissing her. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, It's funny, like a weird, uh, a weird, uh, uh, fact about that is that they were using like a uh, wind hoses like like air machines to that's make all crazy. that shit happen like with the, the the tears and the lips so yeah there's i kind of worry uh, wondered about that thing. yeah
1: yeah that's cool
0: it's a little off-putting but <laughs> it works yeah it's...
1: and then it kind of like um goes into that whole wally aspect where he's in love with her and she has been taken over in that sense by Billy Zane, the collector. And it looks like yeah, now she, he she is comes a
2: to his seduction.
1: Yeah, he's a casualty of her.
2: Yeah, he he goes into the room and she's like, you know, I loved you since the first time I delivered your mail. And then she's like, I've always fought for the wrong guy, and you do love me. And then she like full on like, Evil Dead fruit sellers out. Yeah. And then she like starts like. Just like straight eating Wally on the bed, like I'm eating you, and like his fucking like trying to rip his part out and his fucking chest. And... Yeah, she looks like
1: the something out of the demons movie.
2: Yeah, and like so the people come in. And this is like the best part. So they come in and they start like, but like what the fuck? And like you know, they, you know, Breaker starts shooting her, and uh CCH Pounder, IC, <laughs> ICX Vortex, whatever. <laughs> so she got she gets the gun. And she's like, "I'm gonna shoot you." The the, the demon grabs her arm, ri- like rips her arm off in the gnarliest yep. arm rip scene yep. I've ever seen. And then the demon like, fucks off. Is just like, "I got your arm, cool, I'm gone." And just like, goblins out there like, "Yeah!" And then like, it goes <laughs> away. Like, yeah. Like, and it, it's just like this whole situation like uh it's like the demon was like i mean i did way too much that was that was a lot wasn't it uh i, I should probably just leave i understand if you want me to go <laughs> it's like damn
0: thank you for your hospitality until fucking, uh breaker blows cordelia demon cordelia's head off but her, but her eyes just, for whatever reason, the top of her head completely explodes, but the eyeballs are just still rolling around, so that means she's still alive, and then immediately, go for the eyes! Bam! There. And there's like, boop, boop. He, he picks both of them off in one shot.
1: I love this after the fact, you know, she's got her arm ripped off and shit, and fucking, uh, they're trying to like, you know, get her arm, whatever, you put a tourniquet on it, and they're pouring fucking vodka on it, and Willie is just like, Holy shit, man! Leave my goddamn vodka alone. <laughs> oh, also,
0: before this scene, I failed to mention Lowell was dressed exactly like Ace Ventura, Peck Detective, the entire <laughs> time, except for a leather jacket he had on before uh, he got his nipples. Oh, you talking torched. about yeah, like the Hawaiian shirt thing? Yeah. yeah, no, he was, but he was wearing like a wife beater inside, wife beater tank top with a fucking tropical, a very very bright tropical
2: shirt on the outside. Yep. Because I've got to mister He is wearing a practice football jersey. Like you are like like what is this shrimp net situation you got going on <laughs> right now? Like you woke up and you're like, ah, today's a today's a warm day. I'm I'm is this it, is gonna be fine. It's dark it's white It's
0: gonna be sultry today.
2: I'm gonna go to work at my job where these people's cars are getting stolen left and fucking right. This is gonna work for me. All right, so at
1: this point, uh, Breakers kind of sealed up all of the doors and windows in that place. For the most part, they went down to kind of check into the basement, and they realize there's some air. Like a lot of things in horror movies. Oh, do you feel
2: that wind blowing? Oh, feel that wind? How, how'd the cat get in here? So they yeah, had to the go cat- find out where, the, where, where where Cleo came in.
1: Yeah, exactly. Meow. The cat got in. They go in the basement and check it out. There's some fucking crazy-ass tunnel. And Willie describes
2: uh, that it's a bunch of old mine shafts um, that used to be down there. So, and Roach's piece of shit.
1: There he. Uh, this is the point where he still looks like Ace Ventura with a fishnet, uh, white fishnet underneath it. Oh yeah, um, it's casual. It's
0: a lovely shrimp mesh.
1: Yeah, shrimp mesh. Uh, so he's he's hammering down this wall so they can get to the tunnel and maybe get the hell out of here safely. And come to find out, flashbacks,
2: flashbacks, big, flat, big flashback energy going on right now.
1: Yeah, you start seeing the hammering of Jesus's hand uh, during the crucifixion. There's a little guy who looks like um, a little Judas, or I don't know what he is. Who do you know who that guy is, Andy?
2: It looks like Marty Feldman, the original guitar player for Megadeth. Um, but Marty, f- Marty Friedman, or Marty Friedman. Sorry, whatever. Yeah, Marty Feldman. Um,
1: uh, Feldman is uh, the the guy from uh, Young Frankenstein. Yeah, oh, nice. I was really? close, uh, but <laughs> but come
2: to find out that his name is uh, Sirak the Thief.
1: Yeah, Cierac the Thief. Uh, so he is being chased by these demons under the crucifixion on the hill. Of, that's uh, Golgotha, right? Yeah. And, um, randomly, perfectly perfectly placed the demon reaches his hand out and jesus's blood drips
2: onto his hand and burns him and he doesn't pull his hand back he's like oh my hand it burns my god i wish there was something to make the pain stop like pull your hand look look at the, you're you're a demon you're a monster you've been around for so so long and you're like yep. ah the the, my, the hand why is there no escape from this
1: yep come to find out they've been around for a long time yes uh-huh.
0: For thousands and thousands of years.
1: Demon's hands burned. uh, And you see that the thief holds the key that um, Breaker has. And he tries to fill it with the blood of Christ. Because it is hollow and it has that place. The reservoir for the red liquid. And the demon kind of struggles away for it. It cuts back to them breaking into this tunnel. And they're trying to get through. Yeah. Um.
2: Uh, So what they what they basically do is that they're they're going into the tunnels and Willie is like, I used to know these tunnels, which like leads you to believe that he used to like be a miner or work under this mines under this under this fucking town that has like one church, one motel, like whatever. Uh, And so they're like going they're like just they're just going along trying to find a way out. You know. Danny, the kid from the from the diner at the beginning, who's like, hey, you're fucking with my dad's car and you know i want my fucking quarter all my two dollars and then boom we find danny's parents and danny's parents have been taken by demons and they got the they got the green glow stick eyes and the green glow stick mouths and then so they do the whole thing with the the they seal them up and all that shit and but they can't get past the seal and then Lowell is like, here's for like four years, a minimum wage. And then shoots him in the eyes and Breaker's like, fucking don't do that. Well, he doesn't say fucking don't do that. But he says like, no. And what happens is that like when you shoot him in the eyes, it makes the, the light, the green lightning come out, which does break the barrier. So now they're, they're free to come in the, the, the fucking house, essentially. So, so this is the part where like everybody, like they fucking haul ass back to the inside of the, of the church hotel motel holiday Inn, and they're all like sitting there and everyone's like you know like this sucks you owe us an explanation and he's thank, like thank
1: goodness that uh breaker sealed off the downstairs um
2: stairwell also like how yeah. that was like the stairwell was like this is an entrance they can't get any other way like they're 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 demons like can they not crawl up the banister and like <laughs> they can't crawl up the fucking wall or break in through the roof like they can't get up the stairs <laughs> right they, they right. just can't like trust me i know this and so like he gets up there he's got to make sure that danny's not uh possessed by a demon so he puts the key on his head <laughs> yeah and then so like everyone's like you know he, it's like it's like the thing like he puts you're checking everybody pretty much yeah they tie yeah. everyone to a to a, this, this fucking couch and i uh, can't trust anybody anymore but they don't
1: go into as deep detail as they do in the thing yeah so
2: and then they come upon a situation where he's telling them um all about like this is what happened like when god created the heaven and the earth they goes through like the whole genesis thing and there was like apparently there was uh every, the world the, everything was darkness and then yeah, they were be, like
1: before everything was created there was darkness and these demons lived
0: and in a formless void it was like
1: the earth was a shell of darkness and these demons lived in it and they're they're trying to bring back that
2: darkness. Kinda of like the same uh the same storyline to legend, essentially.
1: Uh but but Breaker is he is from World War One, it looks like, from these flashbacks, right? Yeah. Right. Like he's a yeah. he's a
2: private doughboy in the uh World War One apparently.
0: Looks like he's trench there. warfare. Yeah, right. He's there, he's kinda of nursing the, the wound of a comrade, and that's where his comrade tells him to hold out his hand and he places the demon key in his hand and it forms a bond with him, which immediately links him with everyone that has carried the the previous demon knights before him. So he carries on that legacy and it immediately puts basically a brand or what it kind of looks like is just this uh, star seven-star tattoo in his hand, which guides him throughout his life.
1: Yep, and um, that's what you see at the beginning of the film we, we re- um, mentioned before. Um, so yeah, and before he hands him this key, though, he fills his blood with it. So apparently each demon knight refills the blood of the key, and it all mixes. So each demon knight's blood will be continually in there. I mean, of course, less and less of a uh, concentration. Like, Jesus's blood is not the main blood in there anymore. But I thought that was really cool. Like, this kind of stuff is why I like this movie um, a lot, and the special effects. It's very cool to, like, pass down this, um, this idea of Demon Knight, where the name of the movie comes from.
2: Yeah, it's like when when stuff like this gets this invasive, like it's always it makes it a lot more interesting because it's not like it's not just a story. Like it's a lot more like yeah. It's just not like minimal. oh demons are here. Oh, oh. boy, I got to get him out here with this lightning gun. It's got Jesus inside of it. Bang bang bang. Yeah. God, yeah, these yeah. demons.
0: You know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just I'm just so tired of all these
0: stars. All
2: these star. Wars. <laughs> I was going to say that, dude. I was going to say like I'm just so tired of all these. Star I didn't know Wars. where I didn't know that, where that was
0: going. <laughs> The, the titular line.
1: Um also what when he hands him the key in the trenches when he becomes when when Breaker becomes the new demon knight, um, it looks like he transfers all of the knowledge about um the thief and Jesus and the demons and into. the sweet t- and the sweet tats sweet yeah, hand you,
0: tats bro he yeah, gets the hand tats so nah, daniel was actually t- trying to convince me i should get the tattoo dude i, that I cool wanted one. that forever yeah i wanted yeah, that i forever. think i might actually do it if there was any like inner hand tattoo i'd get it would totally be a demon knight star tattoo
1: but what you notice is roach takes the key out of breaker's back
0: yeah, it's a little slight of a uh, dumb of hand, dummy yeah. sleight of hand slide because of lowell because yes, the whole
1: time, I, I don't know it, if we've yeah. managed, uh, mentioned this, but Roach the whole time is like, I don't have any beef with these people. Just let me the fuck out of here.
0: He, he's, you know, he's the one out of anybody. I'm looking out for myself. There's some people that are looking out for themselves, but they have the conflict of that. Uh, like, uh, me, my my wants and needs versus the good of the rest of us. Yep. But no, Lowell is straight out. He, he came out there to get laid. That didn't. Even, hey, he got his nipple smoked. He's ready to get the fuck out. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's. He's just like I got to yell at people and be a fucking full on dildo, and I just want to get out of here now. Like I don't care. Like I, I want to make a pact with these fucking demons and then just go off into the this desert wasteland town <laughs> and get back to my.
1: All right. So the next mind fuck happens with uh
2: with old uh Pinky. Oh, such a cool dude! This is such a cool scene. It's like this whole, it, like honestly, like this whole scene is like a, it's like a weird. It, it's super nineties. Um, you get this whole scene. It's well, like, it
1: has a uh, it has the Gravediggers. Uh, yeah, song one eight, in it. yeah eight hundred
2: suicide by Gravediggers is playing. It's the is which the is awesome.
0: This which is awesome, but it is the biggest seduction. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's the most intricate which,
1: one. And I'm gonna go ahead and ruin this, is because, well. She obviously is the most, like okay, so
0: troubled one. She's a she's, she's a juvenile youth. She's there. She's th- that hotel is a halfway house for her because she, they. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned. I don't think we did. She uh, got caught
1: stealing, so she's uh she's trying to be seduced by old oh, the collector. The is collector's that? trying to seduce her. Yeah. Yes, um, and
0: she wakes up in uh, this beautiful loft with. All the,
2: all the, like all the whitest curtains ever, just like <laughs> blowing. blowing everywhere. It looked like, it looked like the, the, the best Tony Braxton video from like 1996 was just like happening. You're like, wow, this looks so, such breezy. And then, so like, it starts off with like Billy Zane talking to her. And also I got into this thing. I'm like, if Billy Zane should go into some sort of like a, a, a voice sleeping app situation where he just talks to uh, you and ASMR. to sleep at night yeah where he just like hello I'm, I'm, I'm william zane i want you to sleep good tonight. I, I will sleep i will sleep tonight so he, he says like do me a favor don't scream um and then he starts showing her like all these pictures of her like he's like i know you want to get out of here like i know you want to travel i know you don't want to be here forever like i can make it happen you can go to paris italy like fucking blues creek whatever and then so <laughs> like so and then she's like look what happens and then to break her he's not going to help you and then he shows like this picture of breaker Like sprawled out, just getting fucking eviscerated, eaten by these demons. Yep,
1: vertically on a wall too. Yeah, on a wall.
2: Like Billy Zane shows up in her ear, and he goes, "Horrible, isn't it?" (laughs) Just out of nowhere. I love this
1: scene. It looks so realistic. The demons look excellent, dude. Such good makeup. I can't stress
2: how good the makeup is.
1: It looks like his body is being torn open and eaten. Sadler. So basically, what happens is she she doesn't break Zane. She spits in oh. Zane's face. She's... No, that's
0: way later on. Dan. She
2: spits a lot in his face. it's like she spits no, she like spits leftover in oatmeal face. in his face. This old over the like. Oh man, it's in my eyes. <laughs> 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 yeah, they um
1: they go up to the bell tower, right? And this is where Wally was staying, apparently. Who is the crazy? postman you find out oh yeah oh he
0: you know that stereotypical like he's he's basically a terrorist
2: well it, it was a social it's a social commentary on the time because you know <laughs> going postal was a thing then <laughs> the reason why we say that is because they find a chest
1: full of guns but the funny thing about this is there's no fucking bullets
0: and t- right he's like I mean, they're like uzis doing, and shit in there he, he has the the weaponry to do it but then he has it pulls up this fucking stick of grenades.
1: Yeah, it's like a uh, a vest, you know. And he's apparently going to go kill his whole fam or his his place of business, right? Not his family. His...
0: Anybody, basically. Yeah. Definitely Lowell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Then we come to one of the funniest. Mm, 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 mm. One of the funniest uh, mind fucks is old Uncle Willie. Where Uncle Willie's fantasy apparently is just being surrounded with topless women holding massive bottles of whiskey. I mean
0: Is it Jameson? Is that what they're uh, holding? Oh no no no. The the no, name no, of the no. whiskey the
2: name of the whiskey was called Long Hard One. Long Hard One oh. And Billy Zane says that nothing gets you fucked up faster. Yeah, and he yeah, he shows up. He looks like a young
0: what what is his name? Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, he <laughs> <does>. he,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I was like, okay, Hunter S. Thompson. Here Here's looking Here at you, go. Uncle Willie. Yep. And he keeps pulling Uncle Willie the shots. It really looks like. But Uncle Willie does have. Wine. He does
0: have. He struggles with it, yep. even though that's like the only thing he's ever wanted is just to drink and have uh, naked
2: women around him. Yep. Yeah, it's funny about that scene. Dick Miller said it took him like days through that scene to remember his lines because he was just surrounded by just these naked women some of them were like you know porn stars like chasey Mm -hmm. lane and some other people and she he just couldn't like get his lines right because he was like uh what what was it again (laughs) and so it took him like maybe like three or four days to just do that scene
1: well it's it's a cool thing they show in there um (laughs) they show dick miller kind of like in real life he's raising his arms and acting like he's in the scene but he's like hallucinating. You can see from that perspective that he's not really Well, it's really the only time there. you
0: get to see that cuz yeah. that kid is in the
2: room. Yeah, the kid's Homer's watching son.
1: It. Danny, he's like what the fuck's up, with Dick Miller? See so they oh, yeah. they
2: they come upon um uh after after the Uncle Willie
1: um, oh, this is when they come up with the, the grenades. Yeah, things. they
2: find all the grenades, and they're like, oh, he was going to blow up the, 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 the post office for Cordelia. And you're like, well, why would he do And also, like, he's been hoarding mail. Like, for, for, for what purpose? Like, there's nobody yeah. that lives in that town. If, you, if, <laughs> if it's some sort of a terrorist action, like, I could understand, like, the massing weapons and massing guns and just blowing things. but like, I'm going to take all your mail of all the 16 people that live in this town... And I'm just gonna read it, and I'm gonna maybe read, that's I'm why, gonna, I'm gonna read your the, bills and the letters that you send to each
0: other. Maybe that's how everyone ended up in that hotel to begin with. It's like, oh, uh, Jada Pinkett's character could have been freed, but if she didn't get her fucking mail to get her to like file <laughs> her shit in time. Oh, exactly. Same with all of them. It is just what brings them all down. Thank
2: uh, thank you a lot. So the the Uncle Willie like the whole like scene is interrupted by. Um, Billy Zane coming up uh, in the cellar to to talk to CCH Pounder and is like, hey, like, do you want your arm back? I can make it happen. And it's on, like, a big, like, a... A platter. A a a vegetable platter. Yeah, it looks great. It's
1: amazing.
0: And she's staring at it at first, like, is like the holy grail. It's like golden lights coming from it. And then she does something cool that I'll never forget is extend her limb to... To towards her like her what's left of her arm towards Billy Zane and he says is that a uh, yes and she says no that's me giving you the finger yeah oh that's
1: awesome yeah I forgot about that and I swear in my mind
0: as a kid that the 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 arm that's on the platter gave him the finger but (laughs) it does not and
2: I'm really disappointed damn that would be super cool
1: that would be really cool. Well, you see, also that it's a hallucination that Billy Zane's in her head too.
2: Yeah, but while this is happening, there's two other things going on in in, in the house. Like Uncle Willie is like he's turned into a full-on demon, essentially, and is attacking Breaker. And uh, Geraldine is like, "Don't make me kill you, Uncle Willie." And he's like, "Geraldine, you wouldn't hurt your Uncle Willie, will you?" And then there's like a the whole the whole scuffle happening under in up there, and then downstairs. Uh, Roach is trying to make uh, a deal with Mr. William Zane to, because he has stolen the key from Breaker. And he's like, hey, man, I just want out of here. I don't give a shit about your politics or your bullshit. I just want to scoot. And he's like, and cool. there's
1: the, the the head knot uh, person or demons there. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, yeah. The uh, top knot. Top knot. Top knot. Yeah.
2: What I
0: love about the scene is one of my favorite quotes too is you know billy zane is like commending him for you know getting that uh key to him you know doing his work he also does a thing i think is awesome i don't know how they execute it so perfectly but he, he gets the key he gets uh lowell or roach to put the key into the briefcase and he's like, you mind doing an extra favor for me? You mind mopping this up for me? And he's like, with what? And Billy Zane just opens his mouth, and a sponge just comes folding out perfectly. And that's not, like, CGI'd in. It's just, I don't know, perfect timing. I've, I I kind of want to buy a sponge and put it in my mouth, see if I can do the same thing. But... <laughs> Yeah, it, it looks great. I always remember that as a kid and being like just wild by that for some reason. And Lowell starts to mop up, uh, you know, uh, the blood, the barrier. Blood, the, seal, the blood yeah. barrier. And while he's doing that nonchalantly, Billy Zane's basically, like, you mind if I kill all your friends that are in here too? Is that all right with you? And he's like. Well, I always say, you know, if it makes you feel good, do it. And Billy Zane mocks him and does, if it makes you feel good, do it. I like that. <laughs> and then Lowell starts to go on his way. And he's like, well, basically, like, thank you. Have a great day. And he's like, oh, and hey,
2: Roach, by the way,
0: I lied. And then all of the demons just rip him to pieces.
2: Oh, no. He says before that, he's like, you know, they talk about this hell on earth. He's like, that ain't nothing. I got hemorrhoids. <laughs> and then he walks off. <laughs> And then it gets, it gets like just, just just eaten apart by demons. Yep. Yep.
1: And then while this is going on, Dick Miller is attacking Breaker, like Andy said, and he gets his fucking head chopped off by Breaker. And he has gold teeth. I know, here. like he's well, got demon,
0: he, Demons don't brush their teeth, so
2: that's what happens. Yeah, just And after a while your plaque starts to to just glow from supernatural. I will say,
1: I will say that Dick Miller's head is one of the worst parts of the CGI and or not CGI uh, effects in this movie. Like his head looks nothing like Dick Miller. Nothing at like, all.
2: Like I, I'm assuming it's just him in the body cast with like the with like a big <laughs> potato sack over his like actual head. Is like what's yeah. going on out there? What's going on out there? Is it my head yeah. for real?
1: <laughs> yeah, it looks awful. I mean, it looks cool, but it doesn't look. Like uh it looks looks very uh the thingish. It has animatronics and stuff. It looks cool. Um Dick Miller's body's beating up Breaker. Um and they finally stab his eyes out, right? Is it on like a no, stabbing? on a, on a yeah, Danny on, grabs his
2: head and puts on a pair of antlers. Yes. Like Lost boy style. Also, it's a funny thing in this like when he put when Roach put the the key in the box. Um he did, like, at the beginning when he asked uh the sheriff or he asked Uncle Willie to pour out what was inside so he could put it in the case, he didn't do it this time around. So, yep. it's like, does it, is it, you were just like, ah, fuck that. It was, it was a, well, if you got the key, you get the key at this point. Yeah, it's point, the buy rule at this point. It's like, I don't care. I was it out myself. Like, whatever. There- Zane and I the know. fellas. He comes yeah. out and he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, everybody yeah, come yeah. out. It's time to play.
1: Yep. Get shot in the fucking head with an arrow right in the eye. I don't well, where know. Where did, did that, that come, come from? from? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where'd the arrow, bow and arrow come from?
2: Dude, In any kind of motel church, in any kind of small town, there's <laughs> always going to be an arsenal of bows, grenades, automatic weapons. And vodka. Se- sex workers. <laughs> One armed work. CGI oh, vortexes.
0: There's going to be um, an arsenal of all those things, except there will be one
2: standalone sex worker. Right. There, <laughs> there are going to be so many. things. It, it's a cornucopia to, of it. It's it's an adventure. I, I don't it, know why we're not all just traveling the countryside. But
0: <laughs> I love that sex worker because she's just so ready to serve as the town asshole or the the biggest sweetheart that's ready to be the biggest terrorist in this small Texan town. And in
2: all and in all these there. Pantera and Grave Diggers are constantly playing. Breaker's upstairs. He's sealing up
1: the bell tower. He's also Unexpectedly plotting. <laughs> plotting. Miss um, uh, Geraldine. He's prepping her for her demon night Yeah. And
0: he he dabs a little of the blood on her, and he sees how it reacts to her. And he goes to basically put the key upon her. And he gets interrupted by Danny, who Danny. was reading a Tales from the Crypt comic earlier. And now it's kind of a cool uh, shot by shot what's actually happening, cutting to yeah. the comic where it's Danny in the comic fighting, brutalizing Breaker. Yep, and, uh, and doing it's like a fourth wall break. Yeah, yeah and, it, which it, is it, really fucking cool.
2: Like I like it how it just goes from page to page, and he gets possessed by the comic book. And it shows what's happening, and it turns like it turns violent, like just fast as fuck. And it shows like stuff happening in real time, and then on the page, and then Danny just turns into this full-on like deadite monster. He looks, no,
0: he looks like the the thing.
2: Oh, yeah, with, like, the big tongue, like, his whole head yeah, extends.
0: The, yeah, yeah, his hand, his jaw snaps off, his teeth extend, and his tongue is a weapon.
1: Oh, yeah, and uh, so they throw Danny out the window through the seal and just blows Blows, his blows him out. to
2: shit. The only yeah. thing that survives is, like, one Chuck Taylor. One Chuck Taylor with a fucking cigarette burn in it. Yeah. It was. That's what happens when you, you smoke menthols. That's what, that's what
1: happens. Uh, so she basically takes up the mantle at this point because D- Danny has like ripped a hole in this motherfucker's heart.
2: Right? Stuck his. T- stuck this. His big fucking like snake thing tongue. And like, dude, that shit is. That shit made me. It, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm really weird with like uh, invasive body shit. Ironically. Yeah, that's why the
1: thing fucking bothered me. Yeah.
2: But it doesn't. It, but it just it affects me more than anything else but like it was like the tongue that was going in like licking i was like fuck that that's like inside your it's like licking your lungs and your heart oh, yeah. and like, yeah.
1: it's disgusting it is Darlene is gonna take up the mantle she gets the mark on her hand um and she is the brand she is the new demon knight
0: and she's left to basically figure that out on her own. Yep. With Billy Zane still menacing behind her and with the hottest wraparound
2: sunglasses ever.
1: Yeah, and why? Uh, I always, I was very confused about this. It, I know why. Towards the end, one. why is she fucking in her panties? Rembranded and the way so I said much. panties is very disturbing.
0: That's the way you always have said panties. I We've love the way that you say panties. We have been friends for twi- uh, almost twenty years. <laughs> You've always said panties in such a weird way. It's always made me feel really
2: uncomfortable. If there's one thing that me and Dustin <laughs> discuss in private companies is that we do love the way that you do say the word <laughs> panties
1: i just noticed that i i pronounce if i don't pronounce you, I don't, if i don't pronounce anything else i pronounce
0: panties
2: <laughs> all the way every every bit every every bit you, should just, you, you know what'd
0: be funny you just try to pronounce it creepy and
2: it sounds normal <laughs> yeah, yeah. and these you see Andies.
1: her underoos her panties Oh God. I uh, just I'd hear now go Anyway. It's <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> at least funnier why, the other way. I,
0: I, I don't understand why she's in her underwear. <laughs> you know, underwars, you know why she is. Why? Well, it's slowly about to be revealed because she has drenched herself in the uh, uh, some of the remnants of the blood of Christ. and right. the key. So she can basically, that, uh, the demon, uh, Billy Zane demon, cannot full on, full on attack her because she is... Uh, she's made her body a weapon, which is super smart. Way to go, uh, William. Sadly, you chose a great uh, The Next Demon Knight. Right. I would, that would be a really
1: cool sequel, actually, to have her...
0: It will never, ever, ever happen. No, no. But I wish it would. Uh,
1: Tales from the Crypt never does anything like that. But you also notice, after she touches Billy Zane, when he realizes she's covered in that, he basically... Nine point six dives through this fucking attic door like he did out the window before. He does like (laughs) full on
2: plank. He does full on plank board. He's like, like, "It's not my blood," and he calls her. He calls her a bitch, and then he just like
0: dives. Like it looks like it looks like he was a slider from that show, Slider. Oh, the Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. Well, he 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 attempts to seduce her one final time. Well, basically, what
2: he does is he's like, "I gotta get, I gotta get you." And so, like, he just grabs her with the shower curtain, throws her in the bathtub where the sheriff at the beginning's head is in. And he's been there the whole time. Yep. Like, the his yep. big old fucking. It's nice to know now. where they
1: stored his head. Yeah. It's like, man, I mean,
2: like, honestly, like, if you're in a motel church in any kind of situation, you're just going to throw him into the, into the fucking bathtub. So he's like, I have to get the blood off of you. How do I do this? And then he, like, just wraps her up in the shower curtain, throws her in the bathtub, starts showering her off. He grabs the the key—well, he grabs her hand in the key, and he starts, like, making her pour out the blood. Yeah, which
1: is—that stressed me the fuck out. I'll just be quite honest. I was like, okay, you have a key, and you have all this good blood. When you don't have the blood, what do you have? You know, to defend yourself. Oh
2: yeah, you're you're done. Like you're and you're then, super done. And then
1: she jams him in the eye with the
2: shit. Oh dude, like so fast, like jam, like with her Damn. with his sunglasses, those sweet three eleven wraparounds on. <laughs> she, yes. She yes. just jams right into his eye, and he's like, ah, and he's like, I like those. So I'm like, did you? <laughs> did you though? <laughs> but then you
1: realize, cause she's smart, she drinks the rest of the blood, and, um. You see that Billy's been popped in the eye and he's bleeding that green blood. She 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 pours it in oh okay well not drinks it because that would in, entail that she swallowed it down to her tummy. It. Also like right. her clothes puts are in her full
2: mouth. on her clothes are like full on white and clean now. Like they Oh was, he like,
1: was he was spraying he was cleaning her like panty? She, like he had
2: like a, a Tide pen or like something like that it's like you were covered in like man blood like that has yeah, yeah. come out no, it doesn't.
0: It's uh, I love how it honestly it just cuts over to it looks like Jada Pinkett Smith is wrapped up in this thing, and it cuts to her. Bouncing All the down fake, the fake the fake body is like bam, bam, bam. <laughs> but they zoom in on it. No shame. And then whenever then they cut to it's a cutaway, and they cut back. He rolls her out, and it's like then you see like the natural human jiggle.
2: Are we gonna glance over the fire demon lightning penis? What, I mean, maybe where's that at? No, it's when he's like seducing her, and he's like, he's like, I know what you, I know what you're thinking, like, um, no, you know, he's got the key. What what he want with me? And he's like, I want to be with you, and he's like, oh, that's right,
1: he does yeah. want to be with her because he knows that she is actually a.
2: But there's a weird a thing. Person. There's a weird thing here that I've I've I thought about, but then I never thought about it until. You know, we rewatched so him. much now, yeah. So like he says to her, like no one's ever bought a demon knight over to the other side before. But then Ooh. he said but then he says like, like
0: he, I, he's gonna get a big promotion.
2: But I know he says, I know my parents are gonna love you. So does that mean that he's not the demon knight, but she's the demon knight? No, but, she's the demon knight. The yeah, demon knight. William
0: Sadler was the yeah.
2: demon knight. So it was always a weird thing. I I, I always thought that he was a demon knight. Because He's a demon, you know, he's a knight, like whatever. I don't know. No,
0: he's the collector, he's a lowly demon. Well, not he's not the lowest of demons, but he's uh,
1: I always took it as um, the humans were the demon knights because they were always on a crusade after killing the demons.
0: She's basically con conquered there, she prevailed, she's leaving. Right, or she wakes up. She's in a daze, but she and she sees the hand tattoos, and she's kind of figuring out for herself what's going on. She has to
2: protect this key. That's all she really knows, right? And she has to. She has to re up the blood out of uh, Deadbreaker's body too.
0: Yes, too. That is another thing. Is that so? It starts with the blood of Christ, right? And then the person that has the key first. They are the first Demon Knight, and it's a thing that when that Demon Knight dies. You have to fill up the cup. And even William Sadler, Breaker's character, um, talks about it. He's like, they're like, is that the blood of Christ? He's like, some of it. Yeah, some of it's it. A-
2: Which is a weird thing to me because after, when it shows like the flashbacks, it shows like him like getting uh, the blood from like, um, his, buddy, his, in the his war. buddy in the war and stuff like that. And, and, and like the, the, the scene where he like tested Jada Pinkett like, to see that she was like did did his sergeant do that to him or did he just be like hey dude like you look like a trustworthy guy take well, this well they blood just didn't have enough time key. they
0: didn't they didn't have the pr- the money for yeah that, take okay? this
2: blood and this key and your life is gonna suck from now on and uh, good luck with that well I think most of the time you just didn't
0: have have that available you know that dude was dying you have them by you and it's kind of like well you gotta pass it on to somebody or you know, we're all
2: going to be... F- it's like, look, right? man, I'm sorry. Like, there's usually a lot more of a screening process we do for these kind of things, but like right now, there's no time. <laughs> like, I'm dying.
0: He figures it out. He passes it on to her. Hopefully, you know, he doesn't know. He's He dies. We cut to her waking up, and now all she really knows... She probably is in a day she's, like, been thrown at all this. She doesn't know if she really believes it, but it's, like, the only thing she knows she has to protect that key right and so she carries out in her quest to protect it she hops on a bus and leaves out of town as soon as she gets on the bus she drops a dab of the blood from the key to seal the the door of the bus pretty soon after the bus leaves it stops at another stop where there is a uh, like a a suave uh Black gentleman dressed dressed super well. He's like the most well dressed person in the movie. He seems a little uncharacteristically dressed for that environment. Also, and, another
2: sweet duster,
0: right? And he's also got a big hat on too. He's got big eye, big ass eyebrows and a sweet stash. And they ask him, he's like, "You coming or going?" Basically, and he was like, "Nah, i am going wait." And they leave because he 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 can see that there's that blood barrier on the door and then a rose is dropped at a grave and it cuts to the crypt keeper shooting his hand up, grabbing it. And then you see this really cool shot of his arm just winding down to where he currently is, where he normally resides.
2: Yeah, no, basically, yeah. What it goes to is like, it's the, the Crypt Keeper, you know, doing, like, how the end of, like, most Tales from the Crypt episodes would end. Of like him, like, him just being, like, how was that, kiddies? I should have a, a boon, whatever. And, like, it, it shows him, like, going to, like, the Hollywood scream here. Yeah! And, and then he goes to, like, the Tales from the Crypt demonite thing, and it's, like, not CGI. It's actually the puppet. Um, and then he's, like... Uh, i asked for final cut and i got it because the editors and they and then they cut <laughs> his head off in a big guillotine and uh and then it's the full on the the outro of tells from the crypt uh the show and then it goes into like the the credits which we what get the, like
0: fucking the big danny elfman theme
2: yeah and then we get like uh you know fucking machine head my misery this soundtrack was one of the first cds I got I signed up for Columbia House <laughs> when I was a kid, and if you were a kid, if you were a person in the nineties, you know what that means. It was a nightmare. It didn't make any sense. It was like Publishers Clearing House, but for something like you paid like a penny for like forty CDs, and then after that, you got charged like a thousand dollars and yeah. you got controlled yeah. by your parents. But that was like <laughs> I got that CD in like. To this day like that soundtrack is is pretty fucking rad. Not like it's it's not like Judgment Night rad. I think this is pretty good. Judgment Night um, to be
1: quite honest.
2: Yeah, Judgment Night is like maybe like
0: 4 out of uh, the, 10. I think it's, this is pretty good. Basically the equivalent of the Crow soundtrack.
1: Uh let let me let me tell you who's on this soundtrack, okay? Let's go. It's Pantera, Ministry, Machine Head, Megadeth, The Melvins, Rollins Band. Biohazard,
2: Sepultura,
1: Filter, and Grave Diggers. That is a pretty epic list of bands and for that time period.
2: That's pretty much like 60%, well, I wouldn't say, maybe like 54% yeah. of the 90s. And <laughs> like, 1995? Like, like all that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like a super decent time for actually all those bands. Um, like even like Megadeth, like that was a good yeah. period for them. I feel like. Um, but yeah, I remember having that soundtrack and I was like, man, this shit is fucking rad. Um, but yeah, I think all in all, the movie it stands the test of time just because of of what it is. It's subject matter. Um, it appeals to not just its own audience, but what it is. The second movie, like not so much. Bordello of Blood was kind of a yeah. doo-doo fest. Yeah. Um, which I've actually never seen all the way through just because I think I was watching and I was like, I would rather just watch fucking Fright right, Night 2 right, yeah. than watch this, um, which is saying something. Which, not to say that I don't like Fright Night 2, but, you know, whatever. <clears throat> not as strong as the first one. I, I um, think this
1: movie moved very... Yeah. It, it, the movement of it was proper. Like, it It wasn't slow. It didn't stand yeah, still it too long. At yeah, all. it didn't stand still it too kinda, long. I remember being a kid and being like, oh, this is kind of boring at a point, you know, when they were doing all the, like... I didn't understand Billy Zane's, like, psychological aspects. I was just like, oh, where are the demons at, you know? Where's the music that I love? But watching it as an adult, I really think this is a excellent movie. For well, sure.
0: I mean, as so you have that as an adult. As a kid, I thought Billy Zane was the shit... I mean, yeah. I liked him too as a kid. I, I, no, yeah. I love that he mocked. I, I mean, I think that made a big impact on me. Him mocking rednecks, since I grew up in such a redneck small area, and I, it wasn't until later that I loved William Sadler as much as I did. I just remember—I don't know why—I was in love with Billy Zane in that movie. It was just awesome, and I loved that scene.
2: It's okay to say it's you love okay. Billy, Zane. Billy Zane. We was all do. Good in
0: No that it that it has a lasting impact on me. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Excellent. Um Andy, can you uh, can you give yes, me sir. some uh some delicious tidbits of knowledge about this special effects?
2: Um <clears throat> now the special effects in this movie were actually really good. Um I feel like for the movie that they were doing it seemed not just on par for the time period but maybe a little bit more ahead of the time especially with like the practical aspects of it there weren't a lot of cgi effects in this um except for the crypt keeper which was that was a nightmare which i want to forget about but most of the practical effects were done by todd masters um he is also known for doing uh slither uh, fido true blood underworld um, Elysium, uh, certain Twilight movies, um, American Mary, Red State, uh, Stargate wow. SG-1, and just a bunch you of You had me shit. at Slither, my um, friend. Oh, dude, no, like, Slither is, like, I, all I do is say, like, Slither, um, and, like, it's it's it, because that's, like, I mean, there's a lot of CGI in that, but, like, it's a lot of practical effects, and that's what I do love, especially like, when you get to that level of when it is when if you can get that good mix of CGI and practical where it doesn't look like a bunch of shit, then it's really important. Um, also, it's a really cool thing—not um, the—not to, the to jump, but the—the the, the director of this, Ernest Diggerson, he is a very pretty big name in the director world and just the the cinematic universe. Um, he directed nice. Juice. Holy
0: crap! Tupac um, which
2: is the which is the fucking shit um he did a lot of collaborations with spike lee um he was a cinematographer on do the right thing he did like bulletproof um he did episodes of uh, stargate law and order weeds um <laughs> nice. heroes masters of heart the masters of horror uh the wire he did 11 episodes of the walking dead in the good years um dexter the 4400 er holy shit that's awesome um, and he was on that um the horror Noir um documentary on shutter too that focused on like African American horror throughout the ages. Um so he was a t- he was a talking hit on that. So super good director, done a lot of cool shit. Like he's a really good, dude. Like uh check out his other work. Like he's just it just it like his IMDb just kept going fucking gone. I'm like, shit, whatever. I'll just get the I hits in there.
0: The but, watching tales from the crypt the series as like a newcomer and then seeing this movie but growing up like it's funny to me because my personal history with tales from the crypt was like after my mom went to bed me as a child i guess it, like my dad was uh, tasked with watching me and he would put on we would watch um x-files which i didn't understand at the time your and parents I thought that watched was a, x-files no my dad would my mom would go to bed that's my, even
1: weirder that your dad would yeah
0: no w- yeah you know my dad it's so <laughs> weird and he would watch x-files and immediately after that tales from the crypt would come on or he would put it on and he would let me watch it and I remember that being so awesome. And I would be really scared by both things. I just really didn't understand X-Files. That was like, uh, you know, at a young age, that was too elaborate for me. And I'm talking like, I'm like five years old watching it. I
2: think it's a lot more elaborate for a lot of older well, yeah, people yeah, also. But,
0: you know, it's just, I don't know why I would get uh, get uh, Tales from the Crypt a little more, understand a little more, but I was definitely more frightened but my dad would let me watch it, and it was funny because, like, way down the road of my life, when I'm like practically an adult, I talk to him about that happening, and he denies it. I'm like, dude, I completely remember this. You expose my dad exposed me to horror without him knowing it. He, it, you know, the movie that me and you bond most on, Andy RoboCop. My dad showed it mm-hmm. and.
2: My, my dad was the same way. He's the first one that showed that uh, to me also. I wasn't, you know, I was clearly not
0: supposed to watch that. My mom came home and saw, it was like that early opening scene when uh, Ed 209 is blowing that dude out the fucking window, blasting him away. You know, he's just being shredded by gunfire. And, my mom almost divorced my dad over that because (laughs) no no joke (laughs) that sucks (laughs) no they're still together they're still they're still great together but that was and i don't i don't that that seriously shaped my life (laughs) like uh or at least what i like when it comes to films i like a lot of different things but i that's what attracts me to horror and Special effects, violence, I love it all. And thank you, Dad, even though you will never, ever in your life (laughs) admit to that.
2: Yeah, the exact same for mine. Yeah, he's the reason that I, uh, the things that I did.
1: All right, uh, so that was our second full podcast. Uh, thank you, boys. I love you. Dustin.
2: Thank you. I love, I love you.
1: And, uh. Until next Bye. time, blow me where the pampers is.
0: Guess raise.
2: It <laughs> goes out of carb and everything.